The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Today we talk about issues with your Bluetooth in the car and whether you're the invisible worker at your workplace. Are you doing too much of the housework at work? Mm. you got to stop it. Yes. It's not going to get you anywhere. No, I know. No promotion. <laughs> no, you're right. Now, I don't want to be my uh, you know, my own critic here, but I did the week in news this week, and I think it's finally a good one. So just <laughs> stick around for that. Wow. <laughs> hey, also, you know how Karens get a bad rap? Well, they've done a study on who actually complains. Karens don't even make the top ten. Sarah's do, but that's not the worst. It's a guy's name. Epic, you know, TV shows that used to be around in the eighties because they had some awesome TV families. Do you know what I mean? Mm, they did. They did. So, what's your favourite family? Well, mine's. I've, I'm going to have to. Well, I went with Alf. Alf was. Uh, Alf was just so a weird choice. For he's you. a cool little Martian. Listen to this. This will bring back all the memories. That's my childhood. I loved Elf too. So did I. I, I don't know if I'd want to join his family because he was a little bit scary. No. He ate things. No, but the dad was really cool. He had a nice relationship with his kids, and the mum was cool. Kate, wasn't it? The, the, the redheaded mum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and remember, Elf used to try and eat the cat. Yeah, the lucky. Whole time. Lucky. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Hey, here's the thing that, that you didn't know about Elf is that do you know that Elf, there was a man inside the suit? Like a, like a, a wee man. Was there really? Well, I thought I'm it was assuming. Just a no, I was like, Jace, I thought there would be strings somewhere. Yeah, I thought it was a, like a no, Muppet. Well, if there were strings, you would have seen the strings. But it was too, it, he was too movable. Okay, then I'll tell you more. I thought it was a kid, and then someone else voiced the character. But no, he voiced the character from within the suit, and that's him. Look, there's a picture of him straight. The actual guy, the elf. Oh, he's like a little person. Yeah. There you go. So, okay, if you wanted to be in the elf family, what family do you want to join? Oh, thanks for that, Sam. <laughs> I, w- I would have been part of the Cosbys. That was my favourite. 1984, pre-Bill getting in trouble. Oh, God. Visit, but don't stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see that. Though. The Cosby family, they, they had some awesome parents. Now, remember this. This is when they came down the stairs, all of them. That's right. The, the, the and remember dance. Rudy? Yeah. And there's Vanessa, and Claire looked like a really good mum. And Theo, the son? Yep. Yeah. And Bill looked like a really good dad. That's right. And the mum? Cliff, his name wasn't there. Cliff. And what was her name? And she was the lawyer. So Claire. Yeah. Claire, that's Claire. right. Claire. 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 So you had the, the doctor and the lawyer. And household. Denise. Denise. Remember, which was Lisa Bonet, who's gone on to great things. That's oh. right. Yeah, married uh, Lenny Kravitz for a while. Yeah. The Cosbys. That's not a bad family. Do you know the family I always wanted to join, though? And I'll tell you shortly, because this is, to me, this seemed like the perfect family. No matter what problems they came across, mum and dad would help you sort it. Oh, this is going to be good, Jason. I can't wait. Sorry, yours. When says the Cosbys, <laughs> what's Jason's no, going to be? This is, one of the, this is a wholesome family I really oh, wanted to join. Feel good with Tony J. And Sam's Coast Breakfast Can't Sharp. We're talking about the TV families from the 80s, though. Text from Gina saying she really wanted to be in the Roseanne family. Roseanne? Oh, no. oh you don't want to be in Roseanne's. Do you remember? She screams all the time. Oh, the time. She's got one, one volume, one level. <laughs> That's no right, way. Exactly. Uh, people were saying that, oh, married with children. Yep. I mean, remember, they were a little bit uncouth, but I still liked the family. And if you judge it on how the actors have gone on, they've done well. So Ed O'Neill, who was Al Bundy, is now in? Uh, Modern, Modern family. 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 Playing pretty much the same character. Christina Applegate has been in so many movies oh, since old Kelly Bundy. Everyone loved Kelly Bundy, oh, eh? yeah. yeah. I don't hey, know where the boy's gone. I don't think he's gone anywhere. What was his name again? David Faustino or something. David Faustino? No, the, 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 the son, Christina Applegate's brother. What was his name? He went on to greatness as well, was didn't he? Steve? No, I don't know. Oh, you got me there. We Leon, digress. Leon, what family did you want to join from the 80s? Uh, I wanted to be in the Seavers family from uh, Growing Pains. Oh, Growing Pains. Yeah. That's the same family Jace wants to be part of. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. Is it not? No, it's, it's not, not Growing Pains. That's my 
how to do TV themes in the 80s, eh, Leon? Yeah, they, did. they did, they did. Listen to that music. That's awesome. What a song. Oh, Kirk Cameron. I can see why you wouldn't be part of that family. So there was Mike Seaver and Carol Seaver. Remember Carol? That's right, yeah, mum and dad. Yes, you do. I know you do. Have a great Easter, Leon. Thank you so very much for that. What about you, Kerry? What TV family did you want to join from the 80s? I want to join the Cunninghams. Oh, Happy Days. Oh, that was the 80s, eh? on his motorbike. Now that started in the 70s but it went through to 1984. So 100% 80s family. So of course we know Henry Winkler mm-hmm. but there's also Ron Howard who's oh, that's the director. Richie, Richie Cunningham. He's now like the boss of Hollywood. He's the boss of Hollywood. <laughs> Good call, Kerry. Thank you very much. We've got a text from Kelly. Now Kelly is like a twin to me I think because she wanted to join the Keaton family from Family Ties. We've been together for a million years. Michael J. Fox and yeah. mum and dad. Oh. Again, the songs, eh? I know, that's really cute. They tell so a story. Awesome as well. It was 1982 to 1989. I'm just going to quickly go through some of the names that featured as main parts on the show, Family Ties. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, it? Christina Applegate, Courtney Cox. Wow. All of them. That's what happens with a massive sitcom, doesn't it? Every every celebrity wants to get involved exactly. and they get star appearances. So good. Yeah. And we're at the end. Sit, Ubu, sit. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Hey, so this is the time every week where we, uh, we we wrap up, I guess, the things that have been happening in the world of entertainment and we, we count them down and we have our own chat about them, OK? But you only have 15 seconds to give your opinion. Are you ready? Yes. Three stories. One. Lord was in concert the other day and she shushed her audience. She's like, shush, 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 while they're trying to sing with her. Lord, the customer is always right. When you start having a crack at the fans, you're on a slow road to nowhere. The only thing worse than a, a noisy crowd is a quiet crowd. I remember David Gray once had, he was like, can you guys enjoy the concert? You can stand up. You can dance. You can to enjoy To be fair, That's you're not worse. standing up to David Gray, are you? At least look like you're enjoying the show. Well, fair enough. Two. Billy Ray Cyrus and his wife Trish are filing for divorce. This is the third time they've tried to divorce each other. Go. That's just like J-Lo getting engaged but never getting married. They Look, just don't, It's an expensive process. Luckily, they've got enough money. Yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus is a legend. And I think if you're throwing around divorce three times, you're not going to get divorced. Just stop stop including it in an argument. And, and get what's on the, the point? You've got to divide everything up. Don't do it. It's affecting the kids. Look at Miley. <laughs> Maybe that might help Miley. <laughs> Leave her alone, OK? Three. All right, this one here. This is big. Britney Spears is pregnant with her third child. Go. Um... <laughs> Just go and look at her Instagram. It's a rambling. And then you can judge for yourself. No, I'm, I'm actually happy for Brittany if that brings her same, happiness. Same. I really want her to be happy. I'm not. She's not fit to own a Tamagotchi. Wow. I just, <laughs> we'll leave that one there, I think. Sam, I just don't know what to say to that. <laughs>
If you're dreading going to work today or you're a bit over it, I want you to take the Easter weekend to just assess whether you are, in fact, the invisible worker at your office. Mm. And uh, the, the reality is most of these people are women. In fact, the stats skew highly that way before you two start trying to pretend that you're invisible. Oh, I think you're an invisible worker, Jace. <laughs> Thank you. I feel that way sometimes, to be honest. Thanks. I, I, will, I will tell you what that constitutes. But before I can do that, I need to give you these stats. And this is from the Huffington Post research. Okay. So, on average, women do two hours of labour outside their normal job every day, and that includes cleaning, carpooling, cooking, doing the laundry, parenting, helping families, and fundraising at school, doing the fundraising duty. We should add coaching to that list as well. Uh, So that's two hours outside of work. Then, often those people become the invisible workers at the office who then do all of the housework at the office. So you might have a cleaner at your work, right? But that that doesn't mean... (laughs) I do do wipe down the studio and spray it every morning before you guys get here, yes. (laughs) So I I clean down it after I go, You do, you do. Yeah, so two of us are cleaning in here. Uh, (laughs) So it's the the unpaid (laughs) office work. So that might include things like, do you do the house? Housework. Are you the person that does the extra dishes, takes out cups for other people? Uh, do you host the office party? Do you organise the office party? Are you the person making a plate all the time? Do you organise the secret Santa at Christmas time? Or, or are you the person that fills in for the person that's not at work that day, mm, right? Yep. So 44% of these requests go on to women. So 44% mm. more requests get and asked of women just because of their gender. Women and men with female tendencies, I think. <laughs> oh, this is so unfair. Anyway, anyway, when men get to ask to do the housework tasks at the office, they'll say yes 50% of the time, but women will say yes 80% of the time. So what we're getting at here is that if you ask someone at the office that keeps doing those tasks, you're not going to get recognised for them because apparently they are completely unpromotable tasks where you get no thanks for them. So, so yeah. Jace is nodding his head, same here. So the, the advice is don't rush in to save the day because it's not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> ain't bloody worth it, but <laughs> I can't work in a pink spider, neither can you, so here we go. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace, the Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Songs do evoke quite a lot of emotion, don't they? And uh, we have this research in front of us. 35,000 songs were sort of... Um, monitored and it was around what sort of songs you like so for example some of your favorite songs what do they sing about sammy Mm. um i guess love and relationships and having a good time and living on a prayer and (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> like when you delve into Believe it, it or not. Believe it or not. Else. Happiness, <laughs> yes. sad times. Yes. yes. And it's really fascinating when you look at this research to see how what the artists sing about has changed from the 1950s right through to the 2010s. And they've gone back and they've looked at these categories, love words, yep. swear words and songs, words about money, positive sentiments and negative sentiments, right? So what categories do you think have 
increased. What do you think they they sing more about these days? Oh, money. Sure, yeah, it's, it's about rapping. more about money and um and, and lifestyles ladies, and ladies. Ladies scantily clad. Derogative terms for ladies. Yeah, we're not into that. No. Nope. Okay, there's three categories that in this day and age they sing more about than back in the 1950s. So there's been a 14% increase in, you guessed it, swearing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. There's been a 13% increase in talking about money in songs. Yeah. And a 12% rise in just negative sentiments, like just unhappiness. No wonder we're all miserable <laughs> listening to songs now. Eh? Today's songs like, oh, man. What about, like, popping a cap and, like, your Uzi and your your Glock, <laughs> your guns and your, you I know? I think that comes under negative sentiments. Negative I would, sentiments. I would have mentioned so. <laughs> And what about the positive things? So, so the two positive parts, love and positive sentiments, they have both decreased by nearly 15%. Oh, so we're no not good. singing about love and positivity anymore. Bring, Bring us back songs. to the 80s, Jace. I reckon I... Catch up and feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam. Thank you. So now we're going to look at Sam's short and weak news. Oh, that's not fair. Don't describe Sam as short and weak. <laughs> What's the news? It's a weekly, sorry, short, short week. What's me to say is a short. weekly wrap of a short week of news. <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I mean, yes. What a week of news it has been. So let's hit a topic today. Royalty. First British royalty. Ed Sheeran is back up in the castle on, on the hill, winning his copyright case against Sam Chokri. Uh, the court case proving to be the only time someone has willingly played a song by Sam Chokri. And who doesn't <laughs> love a royal wedding? And we got one. The Beckhams put on their glad rags and ushered England's favourite prince down the aisle, Brooklyn Beckham, shining at his $5 million wedding, and the Beckhams didn't pay a dime. How rich do you have to be to be treating the Beckhams like they need a financial leg up? <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Pop royalty, Britney Spears, announced she's pregnant. The social media announcement proving a little bit confusing. She claimed to have had a positive food baby test. Either way, I guess we'll know in nine months or tomorrow morning. Let's hope we get a picture either way. Oh, no way! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam! The only non-royal story I have this week, Harry and Meghan, because they're not royal. <laughs> they are coming after Charles and Camilla in a tell-all book, and I'm scared. I've heard a recording of Charles talking dirty to Camilla on a phone call once, and it nearly made me sick. And whatever they have done, whatever information you have, <laughs> we don't want to hear it, Harry. Amen. And finally, back home in New Zealand, we are now in orange light, which, as we all know, it means go as fast as you can and get on with your life before someone changes their mind. That's the week of news. That's good, Sammy. Can I just say, I really liked what you said about the Beckhams because when you compare their family to the actual royals, they are far more together and functional. It's Mm. like Harry could take a leaf out of Brooklyn's uh, book, right? Get on with your dad. That might be a good start. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Do you have an issue with Bluetooth in your car? Constantly. So this is my big bugbear. Yeah, I get angry about it. So angry I nearly smash an egg. If you want to see me actually smash an egg, you can go to the Ghost Breakfast Instagram account. Psycho killer. <laughs> Kiss you see. violent. I, I should start up a segment, uh, Furious and 38. Yeah, you should. <laughs> suits you. Anyway, so what happens is whenever my husband and I have different cars, I drive the van and <laughs> my husband drives a ute. So when we drive in our own cars, this is not an issue. But when we drive together, Matt and I'll be in my van and his phone overrides mine. But the problem is my phone is the calling phone. So everyone rings my phone. When they want to ring our family, they don't ring Matt's phone, they ring mine. And if we ring anyone else, I've got all the numbers stored on my phone. 
So it's infuriating when I'm, we're trying to call someone and it doesn't go through the Bluetooth because Matt's mm. phone overrides it. So, so even I, if he's in the passenger seat, eh? Every time. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is this is probably because he gets to the car before me because I'm doing my hair or something. So yeah, I was like, okay, let's test the theory. So I hopped into my van before him with my phone and you'd think that my van would recognise the primary phone of the car. So he hops in after me, and then next thing, it switches to Matt's phone. No, see, it's I'm, like the car hates me. No, what it does, does that too, yeah. Yeah, it, it does. What it does is it picks the person in the family who wears the pants. That'll explain why it goes for oh, Louise's phone. Okay. Now I get it. You know, when you think about the 80s, though, do you notice that there are not many 80s names have survived? Like, how many kids have been called James nowadays? You know, people having new babies, they don't call them James. Really? really? No. I reckon they take different takes on them. Like, they might call them Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe that's right. Or Sarah. There's not many Sarahs. Like, oh, baby Sarah. What's your no. baby? Sarah. It's yeah. middle name, that was, sure. That was at, at my, when I was at school, Sarah, um, what are the names? Rebecca. Yeah. Sophie. Yeah. They were really big. That's right, exactly. A lot of Jasons were around my, my yeah. time. Yeah, you know? People played it down the middle a bit more, didn't they? That's right, exactly. Yeah, we try and get way too creative these days. <laughs> <laughs> and even the name Karen. Everyone's like, oh, don't be a Karen. You know, Karen gets a bad rap. Well, here's the thing. They've done a study about the people who do actually complain and moan about things, and Karen's aren't even in the top ten. Oh, Has someone in wow. our work been keeping a tally? Not our work. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like a worldwide study on TripAdvisor and uh, another thing called Trustpilot. You know, you can leave negative reviews if you really want to. So Don't funny. be that kind of person, but a lot of people do it. Oh, you've got to be honest, though. If you get bad service, no, so you got to leave it. You if you don't have something nice complaint. to say, don't say anything, I reckon. No, that's, you know? that's not fair, Jase. What if you got served raw chicken, What Jace? if you got... You, <laughs> Are you just going to sit there and eat it? Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to sit down and write a review about it. I just didn't want to... Leave the not say anything. No. So, no, they've done a study. Karen's don't even make the top ten of complainers in the world anymore. Only one female name does. Oh, tell me it's not Tony. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a male name anyway. <laughs> no. Uh, no, Sarah. Sarah, oh. Sarah has made the top ten. Sarah complains, My apparently. My wife's called Sarah. Does she complain much? Well, she's got a lot I mean, to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. The Sarah's all married to Sam. <laughs> no, the number one complainer in the world. It goes like this. Go, I'll work backwards, okay? you got Sarah, then you got Peter's, Andrew's, Oh, Michael's. Peter. Peter Williams used to complain a lot oh, at TV. Oh, he did. Very windy. <laughs> uh, Michael's, James's, Chris's, Mark's, John's. My middle name's John. I don't complain. My dad doesn't complain much. His name's John. <laughs> Paul is number two. The number one moaner in the world, David's. Oh, this oh. is terrible news for our boss. I Good morning, David Bryce. David Bryce is an angel of a man. I don't believe it You've for a second. You've got to stop sending <laughs> no, no. those grumpy emails to management. <laughs> who's who's going to break this one down? Who's going to be honest right now? Is any of us going to be honest? Well, he doesn't complain to he doesn't us. Complain. He complains to higher up. He doesn't complain. Oh, okay. he, doesn't <laughs> he fights for us. That's not a complaint to my book. That is just battling for his team. That's not, a, he's a fighter for us. That's he, right. He's a wonderful man. He's a no warrior. No complaints about David's. No. Feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Right now, though, time for our journals. We've got some inspiration. Yeah, we have indeed. Matthew McConaughey inspired this segment because he loves a journal. All right, all right, all right. Yes, indeed. You are the author of your story, of your journal. In this journal, you will get to know yourself better. And who better to get to know? <laughs> who better to get to know? So, Sridi, uh, we'll get to get to know you first. 
Okay. I didn't write about my aggressive Easter egg incident sure. because, you know what, <laughs> when you're competitive, sometimes it boils over. Well, you never said that about Just celebrity. call me John McEnroe. <laughs> celebrity Treasure Island, you never gave me that grace. <laughs> I said Were once. You on that? Once, yeah, not wanna... repeated times. You're allowed one outburst. You should talk about that more often. <laughs> Dear Journal, hooray for the Easter weekend. Isn't it funny how as soon as you know you're about to get a break, you suddenly need it more than ever? This week the alarm has hurt a lot. I've fallen asleep on the couch at 7 30pm, had a sharp headache for most of the week and the family isn't much better. They're all tired, scratchy and we're all over the school term. Bring on Easter. I wrote this yesterday, it didn't date well. Dear Journal. <laughs> no! <laughs> That's the end of term one and I think it's time that I give myself a good hard talking to. My form of the chases has been unacceptable. I've given away nearly $6,000 in cash. So uh, I think it's over that now. It's not actually my knowledge. I know the answers. I just keep choking. I promise to come back stronger than ever in term two. The only positive is that uh, <coughs> the person that's keeping up with me is Jace, who's equally <laughs> as bad. Now, the thing is, I wrote this yesterday, and now I'm behind Jace. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win for me. Uh, dear Journal, with it being a short week, I felt like I've had to cram everything I normally do in a normal week into four days. Work, meetings, catch-up, exercising, getting ready for the start of the school holidays and Easter. And I always really enjoy Easter, but it's a juggle because both our boys, Max and Ollie, have food allergies, including nuts, eggs and dairy, so chocolate can cause a bit of trouble. However, one of the best things I've ever heard, though, and it might be a tip for parents and caregivers this weekend, is tell the kids that the Easter Bunny has hidden an egg with $10 in it, but they can't remember exactly where, so you have to keep looking for it until you find it. Later in the day, you put $10 in the garden, but until then, you get to enjoy a nice, quiet day inside while the kids are looking everywhere outside. Best $10 you could spend. There you go. So I wrote that in my journal. Like, such a bad bunny. Before we head into Easter, I, I just want to finish with this statement. Carob doesn't count as chocolate, don't you think? <laughs> no. Hey, do you think I need to know that? Well, my, one of my grandparents used to give me that. And I used to be so upset. Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast. Tony Street, Jason Reeves and Sam Wallace. Six till nine weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.